Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. This is our Smackdown review. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and as you can see, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host and tag team partner, Mr. Adam Cousins. Adam, good evening to you, sir. How are you, my friend? Good evening, my man. You've changed your background in line with what we're doing. Yes, I, you know, occasionally, very occasionally, this little thing up here rattles around. With your glasses? Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, these, these just, mate, they don't really do, oh, yeah, there is glass in them. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, SmackDown reviews, man. You know, I try and try and keep up. Um, SmackDown this week, my friends. Roman Reigns celebrating one thousand days as champion. One thousand four or six. Yeah, yeah, right. whatever. Yeah, we you know we split. Uh, did you ever think you would see anything like this? We say this all the time, me and you. We, you and I have watched wrestling pretty much the same time. Started in the eighties, grew up in the Attitude Era. Did you ever think that you would see? a thousand day title reign in your lifetime, especially the way the wrestling world works, you know, back in the day, God, you could win it on a Sunday and lose it on a Monday night. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's how it, that's how it went. I think Austin lost at King of the ring and then won it back the next night on raw against Kane. Yeah. Something like. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But yeah, it used to chop change all the time. Did you ever think that in your lifetime, you would see such a long title reign as Roman reigns and also how long do you think he'll go? Uh, the first answer to your question is no, I never thought. I mean, CM Punk had a close one at four, three, six, or something like that, or something around those, that figure. Um, to get up to a thousand, I mean, geez, no, I didn't expect him to. Uh, I didn't expect it to. I thought he was going to go to Mania anyway. But um, as he got, as it edged closer, I did. But if you'd asked me, you know, even last year, are Roman's going to hold the title for this amount of time? I'd be like, no, it, it wouldn't happen. Um, when does he lose it? Next Mania, probably 40, I would assume. I think that's what... There's, I think you mentioned to me not so long ago that there was talk of WWE wanting him to break Bruno San Martino's record, yeah, which, which means... Like number five Manias. Number five Manias. Could <laughs> yeah, you imagine? Well, it wouldn't surprise me now. Now he's done a thousand, but I think, um, I think it's a safe bet for him because I think they want him to definitely do Hogan's. Mm. And they definitely want Gunter to do Honky Tonk Man. So Gunter would hold on a title till September, the Intercontinental, to go overtake Honky Tonk. So I think that's what they're doing with Gunter. With Roman, probably Mania 40, mm. I would assume. Um, but again, it's prestige title reigns, isn't it now? Like, they're not a joke, these ones. No. When they change, it'll be like, the only problem is when they change, are we going to get a succession of changes? Which yeah, well, obviously Roman's happening. had it. Yeah, he's had it for so long. I mean, do we, yeah, once he loses it. And I think it's going to be vitally important of who he loses. I mean, everyone assumed it was going to be Cody originally. But now, the, yeah, I think it still is. But the way they're positioning the Usos and Solo, it kind of puts that, and this is what I love about this kind of storytelling and, this part of wrestling, I love this because even though you and I have watched it our entire lives, we're sitting here as fans going, Oh, 
I don't actually know where they're going with this. You know, they te- the, the SmackDown this week was a perfect example with Solo. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's leaving the blood. And then bam, he's not leaving the blood, which we're we're going to get into and break down. But I just think that, you know, they they see the Bruno San Martino record, but they want a they want to set these modern day records. You know, Bruno's great record. And, you know, everyone that knows their wrestling history knows what he's done for the business. Hulk Hogan, Honky Tonk Man, you mentioned there with the IC title. I think the way they're going now is, personally, I don't know what you think, I think they want to create this kind of modern modern records and new, yeah. you know, because if you look at all the records that we look back on, they are Hulk Hogan, Bruno San Martino, you know, the Honky Tonk Man, CM Punk, like you mentioned, I, that's probably the most modernist record before Roman. But if you like, we mentioned, me and you, record when we recorded our top 10 on a Friday, we mentioned that there were fans that might not have even heard of half our top 10. So do you think that WWE have to be very careful? They're, they're very mindful now of creating, and I don't mean forgetting history. Do you think they're mindful now of creating new history? I certainly think they want to do it for some cases. I certainly think people like, <laughs> they want to get rid of that punk reign. You know, I mean, it was shown <laughs> yesterday. They showed it yesterday uh, as yeah. part of the Roman thousand days, but I'm pretty sure they're going to want to, remove that from the memory, not say remove it from the memory, but, you know, we know that there's still potentially issues there with Punk. So the fact that he's got the longest modern day world championship, well, we had it mm-hmm. until Roman started this one. So it may, yeah, I think modern day ones, yeah, they're going to want to start looking at creating these things. Maybe Rhea Ripley could be in line for another long reign as the SmackDown with uh, Raw. Oh, fucking hell, what is she, Raw? Raw she's Raw. She's and, a SmackDown yeah, Women's Champion on Raw. On Raw, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think they're getting new belts soon as well, so that could be why they're wait, holding off of swapping them. I think they're getting new ones. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it there. Let's, before we break down SmackDown show, new title, mate. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen a title get as bashed on social media as I did this one. I, I don't go wrong nice comments it just looked very lazy to me they've just it's just a different color with w in the middle yeah uh, obviously this week on uh smackdown triple h presented a new title so i'm guessing mr Heyman isn't gonna be able to carry his two belts roman isn't gonna be able to swim. unless he's having all three of them i don't know he might do who knows we'll find out next week on smackdown but what did you make of the new title again we say this all the time we've grown up with the the wing belt the spinner belt the rated r belt which i know okay. is your is your is it is your mecca of belts? Uh, the <laughs> Stone Cold Smoking Skull is my favorite of all time. What did you make of what they put around Roman Reigns's waist on Friday evening? Fucking hideous. Um, to be quite honest with you, uh, bring back the fucking Wind Eagle or bring back the old WCW belt that they had on SmackDown. All over. Yeah, the- they keep saying all these belts are like a throwback and a homage to all these old titles. And I'm with you. I'm like, what? The funny one is, I think. Uh, the Seth Rollins one has got the McMahon sort of heritage badge on it. I was like, oh, great, so he's going to be a fucking sexual sadist going forward. You know? <laughs> like the McMahon family crest or something in it on the strap. And you're yeah, like, okay, I don't Vince, know if you want to put that on there right the now. McMahon family crest is Vince in a strap on or something like that. <laughs> oh, this is the late night version of the SmackDown <laughs> review. But, uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I'm with you, mate. I didn't. I just thought it was lazy. I'm like, well, oh, you're shocking. Looks, yeah, it's just, it's just laziness. I, I can kind of get why they've done it, but I liked Roman having the one and raising it when he come out. I can't lie to all that, but let's get into it. Uh, SmackDown um, kicked off. Like, obviously, it was all built around the bloodline and Roman having a thousand days. But um, what did you like from SmackDown this week? What did you not like? Um, Austin Theory kicked it off. Uh, the Brawling Brutes, uh, the pretty 
dead what they call yes boy pretty deadly yeah pretty I don't yes know. boy they remind me of the Beverly Brothers do you remember them yeah put all the young listeners go and google WWF Beverly yeah. Brothers they Beverly, remind yeah. me of the Beverly Brothers um that kicked off Raw the OC were on it AJ Styles was on it um we had some announcements that there's gonna be a title match on Raw what did you like about Smackdown this week Ads? The triple threat, the triple threat, the uh, six man tag uh, at the start was I Austin was Theory. Yep, I loved, um, it. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It was a long, long match. Mm-hmm. Got the obviously pretty deadly look strong. The brawling brutes were wearing some shirts uh, at the start. Did Seamus have a football shirt on? Yeah. So I tell you, I've, I've got this. Um, mm. I'll tell you a little bit about it because I've actually ordered not that one. I've ordered a Bullet Club football jersey off of uh, they're called BLCK. I was going to say, SM. don't do it off W, don't do it off Euroshop, mate. I cancel. No, 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 no. I ordered the people that have done it are called on Twitter. They're called uh, at BLCK SMTH Apparel, Apparel, whatever you want to call it. Well, um, well, uh, we'll tweet the link. We'll tweet the link. We'll tweet the link. Um, they done the Brawling Brutes one. They've also got a United Empire football jersey, which I'm buying. And they've also done, uh, you probably can't see it on here. Maybe, no. Yeah, see that? Mm-hmm. The Club. Yeah, I'm getting That's, that one. I thought it was a Newcastle shirt. Yeah. And then you got the United Empire. Okay. Will Ospreay. Yeah, group. yeah, I'm yeah. getting that one. And they've done the Brawling Brutes one, um, which they tweeted out. I, I thought it was that. But anyway, long story short, loved that match. Thought that match was great. Pretty deadly getting over was obvious. Butch is starting to turn, I think, back into Pete Dunn soon. So they're gonna he's gonna come away from the brutes. Um, mm-hmm. so that'll be interesting to see how they do that. Love that. Couldn't care less about the OC, uh, to be honest. Um, you, and, are you surprised about the because when they originally I mean in the impact they were really I mean they went from yeah. WWE to Impact. Mm. Went to Japan for a little bit and then yeah. come back to WWE. And obviously, you've got a uh, switchblade in JY. Yeah. Obviously, they bullet club. A lot of wrestling fans asked me this question uh, and they were like, Andy, what really is the bullet club? And it's so hard to, because obviously, you've got the OC and AJ and then you've got. Been was the part of it. And you're like, and everyone's like, well, why don't they ever be a... F-? I said, there can never be a faction because some are in New Japan, some are in AEW, some of the OC were the original members, if I'm I think so. right. Adam Cole, I think. Adam Cole, it. yeah. Bye-bye. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, the bullet... We You hear this bullet club all the time, but it's fucking it's turning into the NWO. There's so bloody many of them all <laughs> so over many the I think bullet club I mean, gold is in AEW. Bullet, that's it. That's how they announce it, right? On When I watched mm-hmm. Dynamite mm-hmm. this week. Um but yeah, no, I do you think WWE are learning a little bit from AEW, by the way. I know obviously you and Dave review it on on a weekly. They're not they don't seem to start off SmackDown as much with promos anymore. They're straight into the matches, which is what I like about Dynamite. They don't usually yes. they usually kick off with a if you notice it's always you watch, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> it's not always, yeah. It's not but it's always a, like a high flyer or up tempo match. It, you it, messaged me on this week saying start of Dynamite was good, and I was like, I'm literally just about to start watching it, and it was incredible. It was um but WWE seemed to be doing the same thing now. Yeah, I mean the start of Dynamite, I know it's a, I know we're on the SmackDown show, but the start of Dynamite was um, the Blackpool Combat Club against mm. um the, the, the Penta, Ray Phoenix yeah, and and that, uh, and Dido. I love that Penta, fucking brilliant. I can't I hope they hope they bring him over for uh, all in anyway. Yes, your point is valid and correct. They're starting it with a match. And I think, why would 
I don't. I know that even the Attitude Era used to start with a promo, but it used to Loved be, it. you know, yeah. better than what you would get at the minute, you know. But because a lot of, yeah, we know this is all scripted. And you know, the Attitude Era, they had bullet points, and you just had to make sure you hit. Yeah, those they just told the Rock and Austin there. and Taker, just go and do what you got to do. Yeah. How you now. get to those bullet points? It's up to you, but just mm. get to those bullet points. Yeah. Now they've got this whole Hollywood, like, like four-page script. That they have to memorize a part. So yeah, I agree that the fact that they're starting with matches makes a lot more sense. It, I think, it makes the crowd hot as well. I know they have a match before. You have a dark match before that's meant mm-hmm. to the crowd up. But was I would go on. Wasn't Cody the dark match this week on SmackDown? Well, that was the end. That was at the end after versus Miz. But sometimes mm-hmm. they, they they tape a main event or they tape. They still do a dark match mm. just because it gets or I suppose a pre-show match just to. Warm get the, the crowd, crowd yeah. warm it up, but they could just warm it up by having a match at the start because that match on SmackDown the start was warm. It was great. Yeah. Um, the OC and Jobro, I'm going to call them now because that's all they ever do. Bro. Um, uh, what's that mask about? What's he doing? Robbing a shop and then coming to WWE to do to do do a, a quick match? Like I didn't get it at all. Um, and I like Hit Row. I used to like Hit Row. I like the OC. Like I, you know, even Mia Yim's grown on me even since she's gone in. I like Mia Yim, but it's just like, if you're going to, I know the OC picked up a win and it wasn't very long, but he's like, these guys are a great team. I was, you know, Carl Anson Gallows have always been a great team, but I just don't care for them on WWE. I don't, I don't know if it's how they're presented or I would, cared about the impact. Would they benefit doing what Mustafa Ali and Baron Corbin did last week? I don't know how they'd do it. Put them in NXT. Well, they were free agents, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 this is WWE. But do you think the OC... Yeah, yeah. Look at the, the draft doesn't fucking matter. It really no. doesn't. It was just no. the ratings. Uh, I think Vince Russo tweeted out, if you, like, he was like, if you don't think that was just a ratings thing, and I'd like, yeah, be interested, I might have to Google what the ratings were for the, for the draft night. You know, I think Oh, well, SmackDown's ratings this week blew it out of the water. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, did the, would the OC benefit from... They don't really seem to do much. They don't have great matches the anymore. The problem with the OC is WWE still don't care about their tag team. They, they care about it with a couple of people. Like There's a few teams. But like... The tag teams, of, Usos or nothing, I think. Yeah, it's like Usos. Sammy yeah, and KO. I mean, yeah, I mean, the ones they take seriously anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't take Alpha Academy seriously, but they could be a great team if you put, mm-hmm. it, put it... I mean, it's, I know it's a comedy and everyone loves it. The Shush, I loved it as well. Otis, God knows what he's doing, doing a worm or Christ knows. But, you know, they're great guys. They, they can work, they can go. But they're also now doing a lot more trios. Mm. And I'm, ex- you know, one of these days, I'm gonna, we're going to watch Raw and they're going to have a trios title or something, you know, six-man Oh, God, could you imagine the AEW fans and the WWE fans if they were yeah. Jesus Christ? You oh, better turn, like, turn, yeah. off, turn off your Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, but um, explain something to me as well, right? Smackdown here, and I know I, I always like to quote my notes here. Obviously, I have my phone out. Well, obviously, we do a podcast, so we make notes, and we're like, oh, right, well, I must mention that to Adam. Well, I must say this. So here, down here in my notes, that the Grayson Waller talk show, the Grayson Waller effect. Yep, that's it. We, Oscar was on it, and it was yeah. uh, in my notes here. Brackets. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Get it. It was for me, SmackDown was really good. Mm. For me, that part, I obviously I know he was in NXT and he's come up and Oscar and then Bailey come out and then yeah. Lacey Evans come out and Bianca come out and attacked Oscar. And I was just like, what is going? And you can see the did you notice when the they, they pan to the crowd, they were just like 
that what I called this the absolute clusterfuck show because it, it just felt like it was. I know what. Yeah. It kind of was built around to get the money in the bank competitors out to start their match, but it was just a ridiculous way of doing it. Like, it made no sense. Why was Eo Sky? She's a heel. Why was she coming out and confronting Oscar, who was a heel? Why was Oscar tagging fans? She's a heel. Why did mm-hmm. Bailey then come out? She's a heel. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? That's what if it. you want to get the women over, give them like a talk show segment. It's always the best. Ding dong, hello. Bailey's Miz, got one. Miz, well, yeah, get Bailey out there. The, the one I saw on NXT a couple of weeks ago when the girl got pooped through the door. Um, oh, did you know that was ding dong, hello? Yeah, that was a great segment. I'm like, well, Bailey's one. She was on NXT. Yeah, put that on SmackDown. Don't give the, oh, this, fucking, do. this crazy Australian guy. Oh, fucking hell. He's, he's up there with Matt Riddle for me, mate. Fucking get him out. I don't know who the he is but i didn't like it mate i'm just saying uh yeah um lacy and selena had a money in the bank qualifying match which selena uh mm-hmm. won wasn't surprised by that lacy evans nope. has had more more makeovers and got one i don't know what's going <laughs> there you go that could be the clip for munzy or I you, would you the one I used to yeah um but yeah lacy evans mate what, what's going on with this whole sergeant slaughter do you know what? No. Why don't they put him, put him in? Thank you. Bring him great, in. Great minds. Because she was talking about the coat, the, the clutch. The clutch. And, she's and doing I'm, everything because it's Sergeant Slaughter. So bring him in. She's got the look. She's got everything. I mean, she's what? They the reinvented her. Lacey Evans this week. Dude, she's been. Next re- week is special Constable Evans and she'll come out in this police outfit. Mate, she's been reinvented more times than Katie Price's bra. I don't know what is going on with her. This is a Saturday night. We can do this surely, but I don't. I don't know what, what's going on with Lacey Evans. What, what, what are WWE trying to achieve here? So is it an American hero? It's like she the female eighties Hulk Hogan. She was in the army, wasn't she? That was the whole. Oh, that, I get and it. She she's was. She's going to come out soon with a flag, and is she? Yeah, you're like, come on, man. She'll come out on the Lex Express soon. Oh, do you remember Lex Express? That travelled around the 1994 SummerSlam. There you go. Yeah. For your younger viewers, have a look yeah. at that one. Younger viewers, out um, there, 19, Lace, I don't know. But the problem is, she doesn't help herself on socials either. She's one of them ones. Oh, very, very. Very. I think they call. She calls the stir about something. I can't remember what it was. Well, it's some political. Wasn't it probably. the pol- oh, over the abortion thing in America? I, I it know was she kicked. Off. Yeah, she said. I know okay. WWE. They're not too keen on when they do that. Yeah, so that probably doesn't help. Um, mm. I don't know with her. It's really weird because there is something about her, but it's like <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> there is something about her in the well. It's not even worth in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> we, we are going to get kicked off in this time. Oh, we're getting booed. Something about her, but I just don't know what yeah. it is. I know what you mean, but yeah, WWE have tried so much, and I just yeah. when she originally came into WWE, I was like, yeah, she was in NXT. She played the sort of. How can I put it? It was um, it wasn't nothing to do with the army in NXT. No. She was like this. I suppose it. She had the woman's right. I think she was all about mm. that, and she had this. You know, she used to be the southern girl and all of that sort of jazz, and it was cool. And then they <laughs> they balls the up. Well, there you go. That's kind of you leave NXT and you get called up to the main roster. Now, well, it's yeah. going to be different now. Certain someone isn't massively in charge anyway. Let's just yeah. Let's just hope so. One thing that I was happy about, but not happy about uh, here, um, LA Knight won, and I get it. He's over. Yeah. But we're not going to see Montez Ford in the Money in the Bank. We're not going to see him flying off the top of a ladder. He'd be the perfect. Per- LA Knight's great. So glad he's in the Money in the Bank. I just wish he hadn't gone up against Montez Ford because I'm now worried that he's just going to drop back down and he's the tag team division. And again, like you said a minute ago, 
uh, yeah, I don't know what they're kind of going to do with him now. Could they still? They could maybe. This is wrestling. They could still segue in him. Last him. chance, last chance, road battle royal. Probably yeah. on our SmackDown, maybe when mm-hmm. they come over the day before. Yeah. I don't know, or they might do it the week before. Actually, because normally it's all set before they come over, but they might do that. Um, simply was he was getting booed throughout the whole of that match. LA Knight is LA over. over, but that also helps because the profits are meant to be turning with Bianca soon. So that makes sense in that sense because they're getting he's getting the reaction. I mean, even he was even LA Knight kind of lit, had a little grin on his face when it was you know because you then Montez was kind of like okay this is how we're going to but if it's in the works anyway then it made perfect yeah I mean I would like to see Montez fall in it because you know he's nuts just like Ricochet you know you're going to get some sort of massively big spot from them in there. So hopefully they'll do a last chance thing and he'll get a, an opportunity. Or Bronson Reed, because he lost his match on Raw. Yeah. No, yeah, no, true, true. Um, SmackDown then moves to... There wasn't too much matches on SmackDown. There was a few qualifiers here and there. But the main thing that was, that was always going to get a lot of time was Roman Reigns. Yeah. Let's talk about... Let's get really get into the end of SmackDown. One of the best endings to a televised show not a pay-per-view that I've seen in a long, long time. Obviously, Triple H comes out. We know that, but it kind of gives out the new title. Roman yeah. Reigns is about, about to tell the whole world to acknowledge him. Uh, and then the Usos music hits, obviously not meant to be there, yada, yada, yada. I thought it was great the way that they've kind of got us guessing again. Every, this story every week seems to get me going, I still don't know. I, I still don't know. Uh, you know, one minute I'm thinking solos now with his brothers, and then he turns on the Usos again. But then you kind of, you can kind of, you, we're not stupid as wrestling fans. Yeah. Long term hardcore wrestling fans know that eventually it's going to be the Usos and Solo, most probably. Solo's not going to be with Roman forever. He eventually, whether it's at Money in the Bank, I think it's going to be SummerSlam because that's obviously Money in the Bank's the big, it's a big show. Yeah. Like I've said many times though, SummerSlam is number two to WrestleMania. Yes. It's huge. It is up there with Mania. They do the same. It's a week out event. You know, there's everything that Mania is. It's just in the summer for me. It's just a, as a big event. What did you make of the uh, last segment on SmackDown? The Usos, the, you know, everything that went down, you know, the, the, the promo that they cut Roman was fantastic. The, I I generally don't want this storyline to end. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I think they're just creatively thinking. I mean, we say, we say it all the time. I mean, there have, probably hasn't been a better long-term storytelling than for me. And I've thought about this today, actually, when I was writing my notes. The last long-term story that just ran and ran and ran, kind of dipped in and out of places, was Austin B. McMahon. Yeah, or you, I mean, you, there's there's outside ones, like Cedar and Edge, because that cut off and started back up. Mm-hmm. It didn't go as long, but I mean, you know, we're talking... They, it stopped for a while and then started. So John Cena Ridge was one of them. I mean, mm. there's another one like um, Cena and Orton was another one, but it didn't have that. Sin- you know, w- what we're talking about here is constant, no stopping, no breaks, constantly changing, making you rethink things. Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? When's he dropping a title? Is he dropping a title? Mm. What's going on kind of thing. So, yeah, you're right. Austin McMahon was the longest long term and even they stopped for a while. And mm-hmm. then kicked off again. And to be honest, that's still going on. He got stunned a couple of manias ago. And I suppose we've never seen in history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Shane McMahon will probably blow growth quads if he has to take that in ever again. 
you know, <laughs> couldn't do a drop kick the other time. But um, Poor old Shane. Yeah, good old Shane. Anyway, I hope he's getting uh, better. But the, yeah, Jesus, the ending of that was just absolutely brilliant. I said this to Dave because we were talking, a, again, I know we're segwaying to AW a bit here. But on the pod on Wednesday, I said to Dave that if AEW had moved some segments around in the show, because I said the ending of the show will make you want to watch next week. And the ending oh. of AEW was Adam Cole and Britt Baker. But there was a point right at the start, I think it was like segment three, where they went and talked to the Young Bucks and Paige. Mm-hmm. And they talked yeah. about Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. They, the first thing they could have said on that was they hadn't heard from him. Mm-hmm. And then they could have come out and said, we'll get an update later for you. And they could have come out at the end. They could have moved the callous bit out to the end where he was, in, mm-hmm. he was getting where he, and they could have gone on the Tron and they could have said, Hangman could have said there with Kenny Omega's injured, he's out of the country, but he's not in Canada. Because mm-hmm. you, you're smart enough to know where he is. Mm-hmm. The crowd AEW know all about that. They know Forbidden Doors coming up. That would And it would have got me interested. I mean, the matches for next week, I'm already interested in, but the whole yeah, point yeah, is the yeah. end of the show. Yeah. The ending of SmackDown... I was, I was kind of like, I didn't want it to end. <laughs> mm. I think Roman's scheduled again next week anyway. I know he's got one week and then he's scheduled for like the next four or five, even after London it, he's scheduled. It's not next week, it's the next, week Next after. Week, week after. And then he's scheduled for the rest of the month. He's yeah. obviously scheduled for London Smackdown. He's, he's scheduled after London. He's scheduled for every other week after Money in the Bank up until SummerSlam. Yeah, so... Uh, one, and, and a good point here as well is everyone's just assuming... That, yeah, Roman's gonna, he's going to take his break soon. He's he's going to do. He's never once said. And back in the day when The Rock done it and all that lot, Roman's never said he wants to go and do movies. He wants to go and do TV like TV shows. He generally just might want a break from wrestling. And I know don't get me wrong, he's very part time at the minute. But you know he's kind of earned that right. And it, WWE they've been brilliant the way they positioned it. It's like we look forward to seeing him when he's like when he is advertised on SmackDown. Like when we knew this week's coming, it's a thousand days. We all knew it was going to be a belt of an ending. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm glad they didn't start off with an Usos promo, which they sometimes have in recent yeah, weeks. I thought and that I was I was quite pleased that I was like, oh yes, this is going to be a good ending. And all the whole way through the show, I was like, as soon as that got to the end bit, I was like, this is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, it was a great ending. I mean they t- that what they were very clever was as well. They got the audience reaction to Solo turning. Yeah, the WWE were very clever when they didn't. AEW could learn a lot from it. A lot of wrestling federations could learn yeah. a lot from this. Test the waters. Why it's live? Yeah, well, look, WWE. That, you know, remember Cena when he done that? Uh, he was doing a promo and he went, "What about a heel turn?" And the fucking yeah. crowd went mental. Yeah, WWE on Friday night when Solo went, "You, uh, yeah, I'm with you, but these are my brothers." And when he just walked across, the crowd pop. And WWE meant make a mental note of that, going right when we eventually do do this. I said, "Do do." Yeah. Uh, when he was <laughs> such a kid, when they when they, when it does happen, yeah, um, WWE will remember that and be like. We tried it on Smack. The crowd reaction was good. Imagine yeah. doing that. At, I don't know where is SummerSlam this year. Detroit. Like, did you imagine if that happens? You think of the, you think of two things. Think of the pop that Sammy got at the Rumble. Think of the pop that the Usos got in Saudi. Arabia. Yeah. Think yeah. of the pop that Solo's going to get potentially mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. WWE are very clever the way they're doing for, this. For a lot of w, what WWE do wrong. They this and this is the whole point that I was saying before. We've spoken about this before. They haven't got twenty writers over this. It is Heyman, Roman, P.S. Hayes, 
Triple H and I think Adam Pearce. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking... Why do you need someone that's written 21 seasons of Law and Order? Mm-hmm. You don't. You just need no. people that are in the game. Okay, you might need the odd one to help out with, you know, the climax and stuff like that. You know, the climax endings and mm-hmm. bits pieces of that. Wrestling stuff, you don't need Hollywood writers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So what AEW are doing in collision, it's going to be like Brian Danielson, Tony Khan, Punk, A Still, you know. But this is, but from a wrestling perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm a bit skeptical about how the the writing's going to go. But that's great. And but th- what they've done here is they've just given four or five people and let them go. I mean, Roman and Paul Heyman do most of it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. you know, and this is the type of thing. And yeah, testing the walls. What I was going to get my point is they do a lot of things wrong, but they do things right. And when they do it right, they do it better than anybody else. And yeah. what they've done with Solo was exactly what you said. They tested the reaction of the crowd because mm. what they want to see is, is it going to work? Mm. And the only way to test if it's working is if it's live. Because it started mm. the other way. If you remember when uh, Roman pushed into Solo accidentally. And he was all like, was, oh, yeah. The crowd were like, oh, yeah. And you know, they, they, was, mm-hmm. they, was already in, they was in it then. When mm. he moved over to the Usos, and it, the crowd was good, actually. Uh, this week, I must say. Oh, yeah, it makes a bloody change for yeah, the United. We was... Good crowd in America, Reese. I don't know what the boys have been doing over there, but yeah, this yeah. crowd was hot. But when he moved over, that pop, and then that that WWE now, no, okay, if we're going to do it, we know we can do it, and we know the reaction it's going to get. So we're, we're, if they was wondering to segue through that or worry or thinking about moving solo and they're thinking, is he going to interrupt? Is he going to work? Your answer has just been given. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people now are putting two and two together and quite rightly getting four for once. Uh, Money in the bank. Mm. Do you think it is the Usos versus Roman and Solo? Yes. Yeah. And could, would... potentially, could Solo turn then? Or do they save no, it a I, bit longer? I'm thinking, uh, this is this is what I'm thinking, and I'm going a bit the other way. I'm thinking at this point they may turn Jay back with mm. Roman and yeah, Solo. Because the end of SmackDown... They were like, what about Jay? And Jay Roman was like, or they'll do one of those things they've been doing quite a bit, like with the Sammy thing, when he had the chair and, he, you know, Roman, mm-hmm. they'll, maybe they'll have Jay handcuffed or something. And they'll tell, they'll have Jimmy handcuffed, they'll tell Jay to do something. Like, he looks mm-hmm. like he's going to align with them. Boom, super kick. Or, yeah, you know, I think then, Roman's got to get the over at Money in the Bank. He to needs push it. forward for the next. So that'll finish in June. That's June, July. So then you will have six weeks or so till some middle of yeah. August, SummerSlam. Middle, I think. Yeah, I think it's about six yeah, weeks. Yeah, so you'll have six weeks from the end of Money in the Bank till SummerSlam. It's going to be, again, it's like what me and you said in January. It's going to be that mania. Still after a bit. Is there anything that's filling in between? Is there a pay per view before SummerSlam? So it could be, uh, here we go. We do this every show. Shall I sing again or something? But yeah, there could be, there's going to be six weeks potentially again where they have to fill in and move on these storylines. But I think something, I think Roman is going to get the over at. Oh, no, I was wrong, mate. Sorry. So Money in the Bank is July 1st. Mm -hmm. SummerSlam is early, it's the 5th of August. Oh, so they've only got a month to build it. Yeah, and then they don't have another pay per view that Mexico. Really? 
Mexico's after that. They've not announced it properly yet. Sorry. Yeah, it's on their website. <laughs> they, they fucked up there because it's on the website. Oh, it's on the website. I'm not going to look on the uh, website. At the minute, though, it's only called Mexico Super Show. Yeah, well, look, September was another one, but they're going to go to India. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be a, a premium live event for sure. They've yep. got another Saudi trip in November. They've got two in November. They've got a Saudi Crown trip in Survivor it? Series. Yeah, Crown Jewel yeah. Survivor Series in, in November. And then uh, you're on so, the road again. And then, well, then we're there for the Rumble. Yeah, <laughs> then it's Rumble, and then you're on the road. So the next, that's how, this is how quick, you know, this, you know, this turnaround. Like, it, it, turnaround is amazing. But yeah, I think something, obviously, it's money in the bank. It's London. Something major is going to There'll be something there. I mean, I think, they... I think Roman will get in over, and it will be, the go home will be Roman. But there'll be some sort of seed of doubt in everyone's going. Or does that, that'll next... be the one where me and you are going. Oh, I can't fucking wait for SummerSlam. Or does his next opponent challenge him after that match? Like it's not none of them. It's somebody else. Because we're all know. assuming that the Money in the Bank winner is going to challenge Seth. Might not. I think if they if they're gonna if they're gonna change that, I mean, I don't think Seth. You know, that won't be a long reign, will it? What three months? Does Solo win Money in the Bank somehow? Does he get into it? I think Imagine we'll, yeah. that. Does one of the Usos win money in the bank and that puts a whole spanner in the way? They might do another Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso, Roman Reigns. They've done Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, mm. in they, a lot? They might do a Jimmy Uso, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the title, perhaps. Maybe that'll do. I mean, I'll be happy with that. Um, well, I don't know. I, mate, this changes every week for me. Like everything happened. And that's the beauty of it. That's what. Yeah. That's a what lot of times you can't. This is what wrestling 101 should be about, where we're like, we're sitting here and we're like, I don't know. Not like some so over recent years, you're like, yeah, this is going to happen. That's gonna... Now, this Budline storyline, and this is full credit to, they don't get enough credit. Like you said a minute ago, the writers of this storyline need all the credit. Don't get me wrong. You, when you've got people like that, and you made a great point, what you want doing this kind of thing is wrestling-minded people. You know, you don't like you. You don't want law and order. You don't want I've wrote all this soap operas, or you know, you want wrestling-minded people going right. Let's not think of now. Let's think of SummerSlam, Mexico, Survivor Series. Let's get this. Let's get this going. And it's they've already they. I can guarantee you, Triple H probably knows when Roman's losing this title. I think he do. In, and the, back, in the back of his mind, we've still got the still the potential possibility of The Rock coming back. Mm. Now, now, if the Cody's got him at WrestleMania 40, does the Rock do? Uh, does the Rock have his match at the Rumble? We're with it. I will lose my shit. You know, they'd have to build it up beforehand, obviously. But like, you know, it'd be even better if you had an open challenge, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, if that if, if that music hits, uh, you know, uh, you'll have to get the defib out, mate. I'll need it. <laughs> but yeah mate honestly every every and next week's going to be good i know roman's obviously not advertised i don't think for smackdown next next week week. yeah and i mean and i think it's good how they are just keeping this now to smackdown they're not segueing backwards and forwards from raw and smackdown because like we mentioned earlier the draft's becoming a bit of a mockery now yeah um but yeah mate i i don't know where they're gonna go with this next week i'm guessing it's gonna be sense the usos and solo is going to be on it Paul Heyman will pretend to be on the phone to Roman. Oh, I like, that one. I like that one on Friday night. Paul Roman Reigns. <laughs> Syria. Paul yeah. <Cool> Roman Reigns. <laughs> Cracks me up. But, mate, I don't know. It was a, yeah, it was a fair place to WWE uh, this week. I mean, me and Parker used to mention who won the wrestling war this week. 
Uh, I if the main event of Dynamite kind of let it down, especially when Soraya was the like two that. matches. He was like that for matches. about five minutes, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, there was two man. matches. There was the one before the main event as well. Let it down. Yeah, but again, it was a it was a solid show. But for me, yeah. WWE really now. Me, me, and you have said this. They always have that low after Mania. I now we think we're back on the main. Main is really in the rearview mirror yeah. now. We're kind of now SummerSlam. We're now kind we're of on the road to SummerSlam now. Yeah, SummerSlam. This is where they're they're thinking. Right, let's get from here to the main event in Detroit and I think that crowd in Detroit is going to be oh didn't have the what did they have there I remember the last time I was in Detroit for a pay-per-view for a pay-per-view anyway Rumble I'm not I can't even bother to google it but yeah I'm don't sure. google it but I've got a funny what no 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 I'm thinking baseball stadium when Becky Lynch got put in the Rumble where was that no, nah, that was a baseball stadium somewhere. Yeah, but I know Detroit is going to be a, it's going to be a great crowd, mate. But yeah, uh, let's uh, yeah, we'll be back with our SmackDown review next week. Uh, we're gonna we've got some great interviews coming up uh, next week. Uh, obviously, you've got your let's just tell us you and Fiona have got the NWA. It's the Crockett Cup this weekend, right? It is. It is. It's starting tonight. Actually, Fiona has purchased the pay per view. Um, we, yeah, the Crockett Cup is the most prestigious cup in wrestling, if you go back to the lineage anyway, mm-hmm. from a lineage perspective. Um, so me and Fiona are, it's night one tonight, night two tomorrow. So we're reviewing night one tomorrow, night two Monday. I got um, Obviously, we've got Cardona's uh, new bitch, Steph Delander. That's going to be awesome. Tuesday, uh, I think it's Tuesday. And then we've got mm-hmm. Harrison Leon for a, a breakout star in the UK coming on as well. But we've got some great little teaser shows as well lined up, Andy, haven't we? What we're talking we, about. Uh, we have got some awesome stuff coming up. We're going to do our, uh, we've got our top 10 tag teams. Next week's episode of the top 10 is going to be the top 10 tag teams. I think my list has already changed three times. I've um, got it. Mine's set. I think I know my top three. I'm I think set. I know my top three. I've, Think I'm there. I've think just I'm got there. to order it. I've just got to get it in. Make sure I've got the right order. Yeah, but my, my ten is locked. Okay, okay. Uh, so I hope it'll be me, Adam, uh, Munzi, and uh, Dave. No, Munzi won't be with us. Munzi's not. Munzi's not around. Dave. He's uh, Dave's with us. Munzi's bowling bowls. Bowls. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a cream tea and a bowls. I don't know. Maybe a bit of bingo. Uh, who knows? But um, yeah, we'll be back with that. We've got. We'll squeeze in our Monday Night Raw review. But make sure you can go and check us out. As we always say on all the social, this is uh, come and check out the YouTube show, hitting the turnbuckle and podcast. That uh, TikTok. We are on TikTok. Yes, we are uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and also check out the intro before the show starts today. We have another, yeah, we've yeah, got another yeah. little addition to another it. Another little addition to Team Buckle, who has kindly done an intro for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would have been on this uh, episode of uh, Hitting the Turnbuckle. Let us know what you think about that. But hit us up on Twitter, at HTT Buckle, if you want to interact with us. That's where we're most active. We're on Facebook. Uh, we are on Instagram. The uh, amazing Rachel, uh, part of Team Buckle, she does our Instagram for us. Adam and Munzi and does all the uh, the YouTubes. Uh, I just occasionally pop in and put my glasses on and talk pop in and say hello yeah pop in and say hello but actually been Jurassic good to... Pro wrestling tomorrow sorry Jurassic you are Pro you are at Jurassic Pro my friend have a have a great day hopefully I uh, we will have Matt Coon on tomorrow I've had to move it a couple of hours because I've stupidly built up double booked it when I'm playing golf but outrageous uh, uh, outright, absolutely outrageous especially the way I'm playing golf in a minute but we'll be back Adam it's been another another pleasure great episode of uh the hit in the turnbuckle podcast I've been your host, Andy Burrows, with my good friend and tag team partner, Mr. Adam Cousins. Till next time, everybody, buckle down and stay safe.
Hey everybody, thank you for checking out the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTTBuckle. Facebook, just search the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast.